1: And welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. My name is Deborah Fitzgerald, editor of the Peninsula Pulse. And today in the Bailey's Harbor studio, I have two representatives of the Door County Board of Realtors. And it's on the occasion of that organization's 60th anniversary. So we have Jeff Isaacson, who is the president of the organization. And he is with Harbor Real Estate Group out of Sturgeon Bay. And then we have Mary Kay Shumway, who is with Kellstrom Ray Agency in Sister Bay, and she's the secretary, treasurer of the organization. Welcome
2: to you both. Oh, thank thank you. you, Devin, for having us.
1: So we were meeting now because it's your 60th anniversary this year, and we don't have too much time left until this year ends. But last night, you had kind of your big gala, right?
3: We had our Diamond Jubilee slash Christmas celebration last evening with the membership, and um, I believe we had over 70 people in attendance. So it was a a nice time to get together and um, look forward to 2023, celebrate our successes of 2022, but then also look back to
1: 1962. Which is weird when you think about it, because 60 years doesn't seem like 1962. That seems very, very long ago. Yeah,
2: longer than 60.
1: (laughs) And I'm sure that things have changed quite a bit since 1962. Things have changed quite a bit just in the past couple of years, which we're going to get to. But first, let's talk about the Door County Board of Realtors. What is this organization and why do we have one? Jeff, since you're the president of the organization, we're going to throw it over to you.
2: Well The, the Door County Board of Realtors services the, the county and Keewanee County as well. It spans both counties. The Door-Keewanee
3: Board of Realtors represents real estate throughout the Door Peninsula. It also incorporates the Door County MLS and the Keewanee County MLS is a part of our MLS. So we represent I believe the farthest south we go, for MLS purposes, Luxembourg-Casco, we will certainly double check that for you, but we, we practice, you know, our, we like to say, at least we do in my office, we practice from Northport to Nassawapi, Gills Rock to Gardner.
1: Okay. But it is called the Door County Board of Realtors, right? So it's not the Door-Kewanee Board of Realtors, correct? correct? Correct. Okay. And well, first of all, I guess I want to know how many realtors are there in Door County? Do you have any idea?
2: Uh, we're close to about uh, 245
1: realtors. Uh, oh, wow. So not all of them are members of the door County Board of Realtors, right? There is not a requirement that they be a member of the association?
2: No. I mean, you can practice without being part of our MLS.
1: Okay. So there are 245 about realtors in Dora County. Has that increased a lot over the past few years or has that been a stable number? It's
2: been increasing for the last couple of years.
1: Just the last couple of years. Okay. So like by how much?
3: It's cyclical. Is it? We, okay. we
1: saw an increase in
3: membership from 2004 through 2007, 2008, and then with the recession, we saw a steady decline for several years. And then the numbers started to build up. And what we saw after that, really starting in 2020, you know, not to jump ahead too far, but other. Areas in the entire United States, everybody knows this, this just isn't, you know, a Door County issue. This is a U.S. issue. Sure. Inventory got so low elsewhere that we started to see a lot of agents, and and we still do, you know, coming and practicing in our area.
1: Okay. So it is cyclical, and it obviously depends upon what's happening in the economy. Right. So the greater economy. Yeah.
2: With the amount of sales going on in the last two years, there have a lot more people jumping into.
1: Sure. They're like, wow, we can make some good money here. Right. I mean, it seems like there are always people who think I can do real estate. I really like real estate. I could sell houses. Is that kind of how people enter the profession? I think you have a lot of different reasons why people enter this
3: profession, but the past few years, it's, you know, I hate to use an analogy like shooting fish in a barrel. Well, oh. you know, if if you had a listing over the last few years, chances are you got multiple offers and it was a pretty
1: painless thing. And we can talk more about that as as you want. Sure. I didn't even think of that part of it, that it used to be probably way more competitive just even getting a listing. And then once you listed the home, you know, really, really Hustling to try and sell it as opposed to what's been happening over the past few years, I would imagine. But we will get to that. So we're nailing down the number of realtors, about 245. And so when they decide to become a member of the Door County Board of Realtors, what are the benefits of membership?
3: If you join a brokerage that is a part of the Door County Board of Realtors in Door or Kiwanee County. In order to practice and put your license underneath that brokerage, you do need to become not only a member of the Door County Board of Realtors, but also the Wisconsin Realtors Association and the National Realtors Association. So it's a triple-pronged thing. If you are not a member of those associations, especially our board, you are not technically supposed to be using our inter-MLS from any office. So um, it's a three-pronged approach. You have to join the Door County Board, the National Association, and the Wisconsin Realtors Association.
1: Okay, so then it is kind of a requirement. It's almost like board certification for a doctor. Like you can practice medicine and not be board certified, maybe somewhere still. but That's actually an excellent analogy of it. I could be an agent, Mm -hmm. I
3: could just have a real estate license, and I could certainly legally practice in the state of Wisconsin, but I would not have all of the benefits behind me that go with being a member of the Door County Board of Realtors, Wisconsin Realtors Association, and the National Association. And, you know, that's going to bring up your question, what are the benefits of this? Why did 60 years ago, Door County decide to, you know, join and organize under the National Association and the Wisconsin Association of Realtors? The National Association actually incorporated in 1908, out on on the West Coast, and when we are um, in our continuing education or professional standards, basically, we meet before attorneys for the WRA, and it was kind of the Wild West. You know, there there were no rules, there were no professional standards, there, there was no higher bar for practicing real estate, so way out on the West Coast over 100 years ago, they decided that They would create a national association, and they started that with the preamble in 1908 that was simply the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. So that is the preamble to our actual articles for the national association, which then go into 17 different articles with... Approximately a hundred standards of practice underneath the various articles jointly. So, the reason these were created were to create not only a standard of practice but a level playing field for all of us. So we knew how to resolve disputes. You know, in in the main thing, as you can imagine, you know, real estate. Involves huge sums of money. It's uh, buying a house is one of you know the biggest decisions you can make in your life financially
1: and emotions that go with it. Exactly. So, right. So you you couple emotions with spending large amounts of money, and I imagine that lots of things can go wrong. And that's
3: why we have standards of practice under the National Association, and that's why back in 1962, even though there were Northern board members, we originally started out as the Sturgeon Bay Board of Realtors, but mm. if, if you look back in the minutes, you'll see Kermit Kelstrom, who actually, Kallstrom Ray has been in existence since 1948, so my firm predates actually the Door County Board of Realtors, Okay, which is um, interesting. So now these rules exist basically. So pretty much in any situation, it's no different than Jeff, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You've got a problem, you've got a concern, you can go to these articles and standards of practice and say, okay, I feel like, you know, I I should be doing this in this situation, or I feel like somebody shouldn't have done that in this situation. So we've kind of got a rule book, a playbook, and then, of course, we have, you know, case law, both at the state level and the national level that we can go back on. And that's kind of the, you know, you, you don't like to think that it's as, it's. I'm going to say as difficult as it is, but you brought up a great analogy of, like, practicing medicine. We, if you're a realtor, y-
1: you have to take that, very seriously and we do. Okay. So then obviously there are professional standards and benefits that come with, you know, joining or being a a board member. You're kind of like a cowboy or a cowgirl out there if you're actually not a member of your organization. So you probably represent the majority of the realtors that are in Keweeney counties? Would, would that be safe to say?
2: Indoor County. Indoor County? Okay. Not necessarily Kiwani County because Keweeney County also uh, encompasses other.
1: Sure. Okay. So how competitive is this industry in Door County? You have 245 people selling what doesn't seem to be an awful lot of stock right now crazy competitive. I, I don't know how Jeff wants to phrase it.
3: You yeah know. Jeff how
2: would you say? I'd say it's competitive but I mean it's a more of a friendly competitive. I mean
3: and he he kind of nailed it you know it's when I say crazy competitive it just means that over the past five years we've had to up our game so much in terms of the amount of desirability that the county has attained you know i thinking back to the 1960s i'm i'm not sure you can fact check this better for me but in the 1960s was the um oh national geographic
1: that discovered door county
3: for the rest of the world so is it coincidence well, all of a sudden you really needed some rules and regulations and an even playing field for the realtors mm-hmm. that's
2: okay that's a good point now yeah.
1: So then you were talking about how the economy does really dictate what's happening in the real estate market as well. When I was, I can just, you know, kind of give you my experience, but when I moved back to Door County, it was during the pandemic in 2020, but I had actually accepted the job before the pandemic was going to be spreading to the United States. So I, I was looking at median prices of homes in Door County and I was like, "Cool, they're still like 150-175." They were, you know, pretty pretty affordable. So I was very excited about that. That changed almost in the blink of an eye. I mean, within 3 or 4 months, it had escalated to the point well, right now as of October 2022, the median price was $403,000 in Door County. So, what happened over the past couple of years,
2: Jeff? Just the amount of people looking to come up here and find their place of their own, so they can get away and self isolate. So there was
1: more stock.
2: Yep, there was plenty of there's good stock, but now there is twice as many people trying to come up to look for properties. So
1: and so they took all of the stock that was available.
2: Pretty much, yep.
1: Okay, and it was for both of your experiences. Now, Mary Kay, you've been in the industry for 19 years, Jeff six and a half, but your dad is a very well-known architect, and you've been in the construction and architectural industries with him for a very long time. So you both have a basis. Is this unprecedented, what has happened over the past couple of years? Oh,
3: definitely. This is unprecedented in our country.
1: Okay. So not just in Door County, but in our country, but more so maybe even in places like Door County, rural places, because as you say, people were wanted to get out of the city centers- they discovered places where they could actually work remotely. It didn't matter, you know, where they were. So is that what drove it in your experience for people who came up here looking for places?
2: Yeah. Very I'm, much so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, Door County is fairly insulated from the big swings, the economy swings that go on in the industry. Okay. Because we are such tourist-orientated. mm mm-hmm. The- you don't have such a wild price swings as much in the past. Right. Pre-COVID.
1: Yeah, so it, it's been pretty stable. And then, so then COVID hits, more people are looking at the housing stock, and then what happens? Well,
3: it's not just the housing stock. I remember talking to an appraiser, it might have been in 2018, and we were talking about how much vacant acreage was on the the market. And he told me at that point in time in 2018-19 that we had a five-year absorption rate. Hmm. Right now... What does
1: that mean, a five-year absorption rate? That it would take five
3: years in order to create... He felt, his his personal opinion as a, as a licensed appraiser was that it would take five years to absorb the land that we had on the market in Northern Door County at that point in time in order to to make it cohesive to the fact where you had aggressive supply and demand. We had so much acreage that he felt that it would take five years, you know, in in a... Without
2: adding anymore. Exactly. Without
1: adding one parcel, it will take you five years to sell all of this. And that's vacant land are you talking about? That's vacant land.
3: Okay. And? I think the last time I checked just the town of Liberty Grove, we had two parcels available.
1: Of vacant land? Of
3: vacant land. I think that was last weekend.
1: And what was it, would you say, around 2018 in Liberty Grove, just as an example?
3: The funny thing is, Heather and I were talking about that at the office the other day, and, and she said at one point in time, she thought she had nearly 300 listings, and the majority of that was vacant land.
1: Wow. What about you, Jeff? What about in the Sturgeon Bay area?
2: Same same type of stuff i mean you just don't vacant land everything was going during the pandemic i mean okay people looking to build but then they were holding off on building because of the construction costs mm-hmm. So now they're just sitting on those lots okay. now.
1: So they were just snatching everything up. I yep. know even on my road, I would say that since 2020, 1, two, three, four, there are about seven houses that have been built on vacant parcels just on the road that I live on.
3: It's crazy to drive the back
1: roads now mm-hmm. and, and
3: see what is going on. I had to go um, in a Bailey's Harbor neighborhood recently, about two weeks ago, and it was kind of jaw dropping because I had sold a condominium in that specific area in 2020. And now nearing the end of 2022, driving back there, there was a builder on every other lot. It was, I've never seen anything like it up here.
1: Okay. So then what happens if there's no real estate to sell and you're a realtor? We get side hustles. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is the stock completely gone? I mean, is are there things that you can... I mean, when I look, because I'm always just looking, I'm very interested in what's on the market. It does seem like the price point is, you know, the million and up kind of house. You know, there are plenty of... Not plenty of, but there are an abundance, more of an abundance of those.
3: I, I wish I could say that that was even true, but it's hmm. it's
1: not. I, so I not even in the higher price ranges, are there?
3: You have a few in the higher price range. Okay. And when you get into the lower price range, I just did a search last night so december 8th of Doran kewanee County this is for residential housing stock okay 100 to 300,000 dollars because you know that that would be kind of attainable you
1: know 100 to 300,000 is what you put in mm-hmm. okay that
3: was my search okay and through Doran kewanee County I found 14 listings and out of that nine did not have accepted offers and all of them were either City of Sturgeon Bay and South. And now, 24 hours later, you, you may have, you know,
1: six. just Really? So that fast? So now I know that there were multiple when you would put a house on the market, then there were even things happening like realtors would set a time to accept offers and then go through an abundance of offers and then select a house. How different, or a buyer... How different is that from when you first got into the industry or even just six years ago, Jeff, when you first got in?
2: I mean, six year, when I first got in, if I was showing somebody houses, I could show them 13, 14, 15 houses in a day. Okay. I mean, now I'd, that'd take me a couple months to show them 14, 15 <laughs> houses.
1: Okay. <laughs> and how how likely is it that a buyer is going to get an accepted offer on a house? If you have a number of clients for one house that comes in the market, what are you telling them in terms of their hopes of actually being the one who buys that home?
2: Well, they, they're going to have to be creative with their, with their offer. I mean, depending mm-hmm. on how bad they want it or what types of situations that they're in, timeframes for moving in, or even timeframes
0: for the buyer having to leave. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwannee Counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the women and children's center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers.
1: And what about inspections? Waiving inspections, cash offers. I mean, what,
2: what's happening? Everything. Uh, I mean, it's almost back to normal for the most part, I think. I mean,
1: Describe during, that. What is well, normal?
2: Normal is having contingencies. contingencies. Yeah, yeah, those contingencies. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for home inspections, radon, right financing, appraisal, Okay, I mean, we're back. Uh, at least in
3: we're starting to go back in that direction. It right. ha- it hasn't helped, you know. Like the statistics that I'm using right now, that lower price point. Mm-hmm. I I think Jeff would agree with me when I would say, you know, you say how do you prepare people? Well, you prepare people to be very very disappointed. Ah, uh, really? Okay. It, let's say I was releasing a house in Fish Creek. Jeff, if I was releasing a three bedroom, two bath home in Fish Creek on one acre and I had a price point of four thirty nine nine, how many offers do you think I would get? At least five.
1: (laughs)
2: Maybe ten. Yeah. Crazy. Five to ten. Yeah. In the Fish Creek area.
1: And four thirty nine used to be like a really upper end house price for Door County. Absolutely. People would come and say, "We'd like to spend half a million dollars," and you'd
3: get excited. You'd start, you know, racking your brain of the good inventory that you wanted to show them and like Jeff said, you know, "Well, we'll plan on looking at 7 today and 8 tomorrow." And now when one comes on, as you said, the the broker or agent will set a time limit and say offers are being reviewed on this date. We've seen a lot over the past two years. Hmm.
1: Now, with uh, short-term rentals, that is one area that people say, you know, the short-term rental market has really damaged the housing stock that we have because people are just buying up these houses or you know investment groups buying up these houses and then turning them into short-term rentals which depletes the available housing stock for people who live here year round now that's a theory but does anybody really know a how much how often that is happening and b if it's happened to the degree where you know it really has impacted housing what what is your take on that
2: well, I think it's definitely impacted the entry level okay. people for sure because you're, the price is just out of control.
1: So you know level. when you are have a buyer who is a short term rental operator or that's a great question.
3: We cannot discriminate against anyone for any reason in purchasing a home. So you know it, it doesn't matter if they're putting something into short term rental or if they're a first time home buyer. That's where the Realtor code of ethics comes in. We, you know, we cannot discriminate uh, regardless of our personal feelings. Mm-hmm. It it just doesn't come into play at all. Have we seen a proliferation of short-term rentals pop up? I think that you know the pulse has covered it. Everyone has covered it. Where do we start if we have someone who wants to do short-term rental? we point them in the direction of the Door County Tourism Zone because every town and village and even you know the city now has rules and regulations that we want buyers to be aware of. Then. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's your first stop to shop if you want to do rental in Door County.
1: Okay. So then let's talk a little bit about the future.
2: I think it's going to fairly stay at a, a flat line. I don't see it uh, I mean, national pundits say that we're going to have a big price crash, and I, I don't see that up here. So like you, I said, we're a little more insulated where we are, so I think it's more of a flat line.
1: Sure. So it's gone up to the price point that it's gone up, and meanwhile, salaries absolutely have not, so people who live up here can't can't possibly afford you know, the median house up here now. You don't think it's going to go back down?
2: No, I don't think it's going down.
3: When you do a market analysis, you go back six months or 12 months for a bank. We we used to go back, and I've talked to appraisers about this. With, you know, with a challenging home, I'll pick up the phone and say, hey, can I pick your brain for a few minutes? You can only go back a certain amount of time. Well, with the prices where they have been and where they remain, the next year price-wise, we're going to remain relatively stable unless something really ugly happens with the economy.
1: Ooh, so that's a kind of a double-edged sword in order to bring prices down then something dramatic needs to happen with the economy like a recession. Well, we wouldn't have a recession that would impact
3: the housing industry in the manner that it did From 2008, and in Door County, it it went well beyond 2008. I mean, it went into 2012, 13, 14. Number one, the lending industry has put standards of practice in that, you know, wouldn't allow for many of the things that happened previously. Can you give me an example of that? Checks and balances. I, I mean, no income, no asset loans no longer exist. You know, applying for a loan if 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 you've had to do it recently, it's a pretty stringent process. I mean, when our buyers come to us, they know that they n- need to be, especially if they're coming up and they want to want a house hunt, you know, they need to be pre-approved. They need to be pre-qualified. So I think that it's very different from the last time in that the lending industry, it's not a bubble. Right now, Even tracking the National Association, we we just don't have the foreclosure pattern that we had before. so.
1: So that bubble that you're talking about is when housing prices were overpriced and people were above water on their mortgages, couldn't sell the home for the amount that it was assessed at. According to the National Association right now,
3: the United States has more equity in their homes than any other time that they've been keeping
1: track. Okay. All right. Which kind of brings up an interesting point too. I was a little bit excited at the beginning of this year when they were going to be hiking interest rates. I had a non-economics background type theory that if they had done that in the beginning of the pandemic, then where they were basically giving houses away with the interest rates that were available at the time. I know I have the best interest rate that I've ever had in a mortgage in my life. So if they were able, so you're, you're borrowing money, which essentially for free, you know, to buy a home. So I thought if they had done that sooner, then maybe people wouldn't have been able to gobble up these houses as much, unless of course it's investment groups. But from your perspective, how has this Changed the market. Interest rates are now what, maybe three points higher than they were a year ago.
2: Yep, yeah, it's about three. I think right right now they're in, they've come down in the last couple of weeks now, so they're like uh, six three, I think.
1: Which is six, two, six, crazy yeah. compared to a year compared ago. To two and a
2: half or three. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so what what has that done to the market? Has it has it done anything? Has it slowed the you know it, people buying homes? Or it, investment groups, at least.
2: I don't know. I, I don't see too much investment group type stuff up here. It's okay,
1: so it is mostly f- single s- single yeah. families. Okay, whether yeah. buying a seasonal, short term rental, or primary home.
2: Yes, yeah. I, I haven't, unless Mary Kay's seen any unheard up north at all, but it's mostly been I haven't seen any investment group stuff.
3: Okay, Door County has, you know, been grappling with an attainable housing crisis since, you know, since forever, (laughs) since forever. So, you know, your typical Door County buyer tends to be affluent. Um, Retired? mm, I don't think that demographic has changed. I think we've always been a very popular retirement destination. I think one thing that I've seen, and maybe, I don't know if Jeff has seen it too, people are, even if they're not, Retiring now, they are looking with with the urgency that's come over the last two, three years. They will buy their retirement home, and maybe that's where we do have some of the rental. Yeah, where some of the rental is coming in. Because, what if
2: you know, I mean, I might not need this now, but I mean, if if I can buy it now and then rent it out for the next two or three years until I, I reach my retirement and my kids get out, mm-hmm. and then I can move back. Then I can move up to okay. the county.
1: So then the interest rates really haven't factored into this. If people are going to borrow, they're going to borrow.
2: Again, it's probably more the lower, the entry-level homeowners. Sure, it's, the first-time buyer.
1: Yeah. yeah, because, of course, that could put a mortgage out of reach, yep. those three points. Yep. And,
2: and last, I think it was last week I was reading some articles, and they were talking about maybe having to relax some of the lending standards and lowering the credit scores for people just to get more because they weren't having enough
1: applicants for well, mortgages. Have, oh.
2: but they weren't, well there wasn't enough foreclosures because oh. the article is based off of foreclosures. So since there's not so many foreclosures, then there's not enough turnover. So they're seriously. So they're thinking that by lowering credit scores and that kind of stuff that you'd be have more people being able to purchase that weren't able to purchase but there'd still be a, a foreclosure increase.
1: Okay, so that's a fascinating point that you bring yeah, up. I that
2: mean, I was reading, really I'm like, wow, this is just a little bit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a
1: little bit. I mean, that, a that's a factor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's a that's a part of the economy. Like when you look at the whole picture of things that work together in order to make this whole housing market work. Yes, foreclosures happen, and so that opens up housing stock, and typically it's. Less expensive housing stock, so it's more affordable. And if people aren't foreclosing, then that's not happening. Foreclosure is an awful thing right. to happen, and yet part of the economy, it sounds like, depends upon that.
2: Yep. And then I guess the, I mean the other factor is is that maybe they're not lending to enough people because maybe there's people that are on the lower end of the credit score that would be able to purchase the home and not foreclose, but I mean they'd still be able to make their payments. So, they'd have to widen that gap a little bit. Right. Okay. So, all people do hmm. purchase.
1: Do you both still like being in real estate?
2: Oh, yeah. Love real estate.
3: Every day you wake up and it's something different. And that doesn't mean it's not a crazy roller coaster. And, you know, we probably all need a degree in psychology, especially <laughs> with people not to getting their dream home right now. I, I mean, seriously, I've, I've had to handhold through some, you know, tearful experiences. Hmm. And, you know, you, you bring up kind of a good point if it's your your second home or your dream beachfront condo. And, you know, and, and I just came the day before from telling a couple that I've been working with for two years that got qualified for a USDA or FDA loan where you have to put less money down. That there is nothing in their price point. I checked again. You know, I'm so sorry. Nope, not in Sturgeon Bay. Not anywhere. You know, it, it's mm. it's a it's a whole different range of emotions. But, right. But it's still a very very fulfilling career because we make dreams come true. It, it's a wonderful thing. At. At the end of the day, you make lifelong friends. It's To go back in, in the other direction, I just read an article the other day that said that 57% of Gen Z does not necessarily see homeownership as a part of the American dream anymore. And it said mostly that's because it may be unattainable for them. And I thought, wow, you know. I hope something changes, but I, you know, it's, it's it's something that we've been discussing in Door
1: County for generations. Right. And if something has to change and it can't be the physical properties, then certainly the mindset has to. home ownership has incredible benefits, but if it is not attainable for a younger generation, then you'll never be satisfied not being able to achieve that. So shifting that paradigm may be the answer or maybe part of the answer, if we can't get more housing that is affordable for people?
3: Well, I think that, you know, everyone is very aware that the various municipalities have been incredibly active. I mean, we have realtor members on the Door County Housing Authority, you know, we, we are aware that there is a a problem, and you know, certainly we would love to step in and
2: be able to fix it. But The build, I mean, the building costs right now are put that the, most of that stuff out of reach anyway.
1: And there's no there's no land left. It sounds like so you had said that at the beginning, no land left. So it really depends upon built homes right now, correct? And or apartments, or, yeah. like in Sturgeon Bay, there are a lot of apartments being constructed. Under construction in Sturgeon Bay, and they're
2: even once those are built, they're probably still eleven hundred units short.
1: Okay, so at least some people may be moving into you know those apartments, which would open up some other housing stock. Who knows? it's a definitely a very uh, tricky yep. <laughs> problem to say the least all right so we don't want to leave on a down note like that that the you know the housing shortage and there's no housing stock Jeff when you said that you love real estate you didn't give an answer behind that so tell us why you love selling real estate
2: it's just the interaction with people um, mm-hmm. being able to go into their homes and help them sell them or help them purchase something I mean like uh, Mary Kay was saying it's the biggest investment that most of these people are going to make in their lives so Mm -hmm. So it's it's a fun time
1: and you get to see people probably at one of their happiest moments which can't be a bad job at all no (laughs) so thanks Jeff Isaacson and Mary Kay Shumway thank you so much for joining me you're listening to the Dora County Pulse podcast until next time